Welcome to Three Guys, Three Questions, where three friends sit around and talk about socialism and then decide they need to do a podcast. So they go and test the limbs of propriety through the questions they ask. (laughs) 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 This week, we're sponsored by failure, followed by success, followed by failure. I'm Aaron L.M. Goodwin, and I'm joined, as always, by Andrew Savage. Say hello, Andrew. Hey. Hey! 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 You can't see it, but I'm doing finger guns. Hey! Hey. Me too! I'm also joined by Adam, five-star difficulty Anderson. That's five stars out of how many stars? A hundred stars. Oh. Wait, what? (laughs) So that's really easy. Yeah. Okay. I thought five stars was really difficult. <laughs> if you're new to the <laughs> That's show, you're wrong, fucko. <laughs> um, if you're new to the show, here's how it works. Each host asks a question, then each host gives their answer. Hilarity hopefully ensues, and we move to the next question. I've got today's first question, so buckle up. Um my question is what's something that's easy for most people but hard for you? Okay, I know I know that with my answer, I know there's gonna be a bunch of people who are like, that's me too. But when I'm <laughs> in the moment, same. Feels, when I'm in the moment, it feels like I'm the only one that that cannot do this thing and everybody else is just gliding through. And that thing is to know what the protocol is in any given social situation. <laughs> It feels like everybody else knows exactly what they're doing, and I do not. For example, a very recent example, my roommate gives um, Japanese lessons, and he has one student that comes on Tuesdays very late. He comes at 7.30. I got home from work today at 7. I was walking up to the door, and guess who's sitting on our stoop? That Japanese student. And I was like, that's weird that he's here. And so I was like, "Hey, when does your uh, when does your lesson start?" He's like, "Oh, it starts at seven thirty. And I was like, "Oh, okay." And then I just kind of stood at the door for a second with it open, and then closed it and walked inside. What? Like, I, I don't know what to do. I didn't, well, was I supposed to invite him in? Was I supposed did you, to be did like, you, "Hey, wait, you need did, to stay outside." Let me provide weird. a simple rule of thumb. Uh-huh. Uh, did you have any suspicions that he's a vampire? No. Invite him in. <laughs> <laughs> but like but like he's he's paying for my roommate's time, but he's only paying for a certain amount of time. Is so I'm not gonna to invite in him house, in. I mean, no, but like also I was coming <laughs> up here to do this and like if I invite somebody in, I feel like I should be responsible for their stay in some way, and I couldn't be. So I just kind of stood there awkwardly and I was like, okay. Have fun out here. <laughs> Close the door. You didn't like explain it to him. You didn't like, oh, hey, no. I would let you in and stuff, but I've actually got uh, uh, f- a really important podcast to record. No, because that would have been an appropriate protocol thing, and I don't know the protocol. <laughs> this is funny because you're like, I, you're like a smart person. I know. You write like Python code and you edit things. You work with uh, Roberts Redford. I, I was I was an employee of Robert Robert the Redford, yes. Yes. Robert of Redford. <laughs> Robert the Red. And but like I just I stood there and he was just sitting there on our stoop looking at his phone and I was like Okay, bye. I need other situations now. Tell me more situations <laughs> in which you've done this. <laughs> Meanwhile, Andrew is just eating this up. It's just like He's just like a small child who hasn't eaten in four hours. And he's just like, there's a bowl of rice on the table. And he's just putting his bare hand into the rice and shoving balls of dense rice into his mouth. Ah, yes! More! My My problem is that I haven't... I, I've I've tested the limits of propriety so much that I no longer know where to lie. <laughs> you don't know any of the boundaries. I you don't know them. what's proper anymore. Like this morning, this morning I I got into work and the first thing I started talking about to my coworker was about how great it is to punch Nazis. So like I don't know things. I don't know what I'm supposed to do. Were you afraid you're going to offend the Nazis in the office? No, but like, who talks about that? 
Another another recent example. I went on. I went on a. I went on a date. Uh huh. Yes. I went on a date, and it was fine. We went to Gurus. I get there though, and like Wait, to what? Gurus. Gurus. It's just a local place. Okay. Um, and I'm like I'm planning on paying, but like I don't know how. For some reason, I think I'm planning on paying. I should let this person know in some way that I'm planning on paying. And instead of saying literally anything along those lines, I just stood there silently, thinking about in what way I could tell her that I was paying, and then just made a nice long like 45 second awkward silence <laughs> i'm sure she noticed every one of those seconds she probably did and, and she then, probably like, thought he's not gonna pay he's trying to wait me out this is chicken and then, and then this later, is check chicken later during the date um i said like i said the word vexillology so like i don't know the protocol so the second date is happening is what you're saying no it, <laughs> the opposite of that <laughs> Wait, the this, the first date unhappened? What's the op- wait? How does opposites work? <laughs> I, oh. I think she would. I think she would prefer that the first date had unhappened. Well, now she can listen to this and realize. Like, all I can all I can think about really is good. that she went home to her roommates, or well, she lives with her parents. She went to their parents, and her mom was like, "So, how did it go? How was your date?" And she was like. He said he talked about vexillology. We talked about flags for half an hour, and then she just went to her room. <laughs> I don't. You know how you meet couples? You're like, how did you meet? I've never heard one say we talked about flags for half. <laughs> we hour. talked about the design of flags. That's how you know they're the one, though, because they're like, oh, I love vexillology. See, but that's the thing. I don't even love vexillology that much. I just. I was just thinking about flags that you day. You just thought it was something to talk oh. about. I don't that's think that's real... super weird. That's not weird. I that's think not, I mean, you have to learn to, that not everyone is interested in what you're interested in. But I think the... Like the, flags. Do you think that maybe you do know the, the protocol, but then you psych yourself out? Like... Do you think there is an instinctual, like, like just kind of a, cause it's hard for me to imagine that you've gone all these years without like, cause you've picked up so many other bits of information. It seems weird <laughs> that these bits didn't get picked up. It seems more probable to me that maybe they did get picked up, but then you're like, Oh no, that can't be right. Oh, or wait, there's consequences to that, which makes me uncomfortable, which makes me second guess. Is it stuff like that? You just like churn over. It might it might be a little bit of that. It might be a little bit of oh, I know the protocol, but I don't know how to implement it. It might do be. You, do you have that feeling? I remember um, in my early twenties where I felt like everyone had learned how to be a human, but you just did not figure it out. That's yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. I, I'm like I don't understand how. Except I'm in my late twenties. Except I'm almost thirty. <laughs> See, to be fair, it took me about that long to figure it out too. So <laughs> I have, I have like the opposite problem. I have like Holden Caulfield syndrome where you, everybody I'm, else is a stupid, e- stupid, dumb idiot. Yeah. I think <laughs> not that, but I think like everyone else is BSing like they're, <laughs> oh, yeah. they're all freaking full of it. Like everybody's so, a phony. Yeah. Everybody's a phony and I'm a phony. So whatever. But that that causes other problems, which actually, funny enough, end up manifesting in the same way. So, like, while you brought up vexillology on your first date because you were like, oh, I don't know that this – I never, like, thought whether this would be appropriate or not. <laughs> I did. And I was like, screw it. I don't care. I'm going to have fun. And I want to talk about flags. <laughs> and if this person doesn't like it, they're a phony and they're stupid. <laughs> so like it's the same end result <laughs> so we i mean in my defense she did also provide opinions about flags so when she did she were they like very uh like like quick or was she like let me think about flags i never really considered this before did she have strong opinions about certain flags more than other flags yes were they have were they she, problematic? It's basically like <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I know what you're trying to say, and no. 
I, I once went to a girl's apartment and she had a problematic flag hanging and I was like, nope. And I just left. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I, I think that is the proper protocol. I think that is what you're supposed to do. Oh, that's weird. Unless, unless you, unless you took that flag from its owner by murdering their owner <laughs> and like you're displaying it as a trophy. There's no circumstance where you should have a problematic flag. <laughs> I mean, she was like, it's part of my culture. I'm like, it was, you know, part of my culture was Vikings. Doesn't mean I live on their values by raping and pillaging. Yeah. Anyway. Unless you're a capitalist. Um, oh. hey, hey. <laughs> we just, we just lost all of our libertarian listeners. Sorry guys. How could we have possibly had libertarian <laughs> listeners in the first place? This is this is a good show with smart people on it. Why would libertarians? I, okay, to it? now we've really lost everybody. <laughs> We're just kidding. Everybody is everybody's political views are equal. Well, I can't do it. Andrew, <laughs> what's something that that's easy for most people but hard for you? Um, this is something I think everyone would agree with, and that's spelling. Um, it's, it's really even you miss, you didn't even completely finish the spelling of your answer when you wrote it down the show notes. Let me know. Cause I, I wanted to, to be surprised. Um, no, it's, it's tough for a couple of reasons, even with, you know, autocorrect. Um, I will still misspell words. And part of it is cause I have like dyslexia, mm-hmm. which I have told a lot of people, but it's like really that's weird. A pretty good excuse. <laughs> it's it, pretty good. Excuse. It's not like it's not like huge, but I do have like certain like things like the the number seven and three will be switched around in my mind without thinking about it. Huh. Oh so well, that's actually just that's thirty-seven math. I'll say seventy-three. Oh. Without thinking about it, so like oh. they'll the the like interchangeable to me, and sometimes spelling is hard for me. But if you've seen anything I've posted on the internet, you've recognized <laughs> that it's so. Before I always you comment, feel bad because... my, before you comment on the things, I know that I misspelled it, <laughs> or I didn't know. But I'm also, you know, now that I, I'm graduated from college, so that's that. So they let me have that. <laughs> <laughs> my, my thing i always feel bad because like sometimes i'll like i'll see it like really quickly after you post it and so i'll try to like let you know but i always feel bad because i'm not like um hey i just wanted to point out that you failed <laughs> i'm like oh this is a really good joke and i feel like there's probably people who are confused or they don't or they're like gonna bother you about it i'm like trying to help but no i mean i appreciate it just just know where I'm coming from. <laughs> no, yeah, I get it. <laughs> I mean, I don't so, because I um, am so uh, advanced in all those ways. Um, I feel like I kind of, in a weird way, have the opposite problem. That sounds very braggy, but like... I'm glad I'm you said it. <laughs> like, I mean, just like, it's my job, basically, to yeah. correct people's spelling. And so then all the time I'm like, hey... You know, you're introducing yourself to someone and they're like, oh, you're an editor. I better watch my grammar around you. It's like, no, I could not describe to you the depths to which I will not work for free. Like, <laughs> My thing like, is I'm, I'm not going to go around correcting your grammar like yeah, unless you yeah. pay me to do that. Like I'm not I'm not going to go up to Andrew and be like, hey, Andrew, guess what? You spelled something wrong because you know what? I do know that protocol and that's what jerks do. <laughs> <laughs> even Adam knows even you know, I know that that's not what you do uh my problem is uh, like I'm I I am f- pretty good at spelling um but I just make typos like it, at the point it takes to go from my brain to my hands I just like flub um and I write like really I write like really insanely too fast um and in like spurts and so it's like vomitous <laughs> and i often am like send and then i'm like oh that i should have proofread that that um <laughs> and then my other problem is that uh not to brag 
but I have a very high vocabulary. Mm. Um, there's like no way to say that without sounding like a butthead. <laughs> <laughs> uh but i do like i have a really high vocabulary and i'm a real a real obnoxious snob and i like to use like big words because you know that whole saying like why use a a uh was a 50 cent word when a nickel word or something will do whatever the thing is i'm like uh let's like use the most expensive longest most arcane word possible <laughs> That that's that's what I go for. I don't know. I just like I know the word I want to use and I use it and I don't like question uh clarity very much because I don't write 911 software like some people. <laughs> <laughs> so like um and a lot of times I use words that the the spell check doesn't know. Have you ever run into that? No. Like, <laughs> I, I, the spell check is a crutch like, in which I will never <laughs> stop using. Like, I know more than the spell check. <laughs> and I, like, have to Google it to prove to myself that I'm not crazy. <laughs> yeah, no, that happens that, to me. That also happens. I get, I get personally offended every time Word puts a little green squiggly line. I'm <laughs> like, no, how oh, dare you? Oh, sir! <laughs> <laughs> it's like, just because you don't understand my commas doesn't mean they're wrong. Bill yeah, Gates. I'm not. Come on, I'm, Bill. I'm what not, do you do about grammar, Bill? <laughs> I'm not great with comma usage. I like if I really thought about it, I can do it, but I just kind of like freeball it, and I'm sure I get it wrong quite often. Have you ever seen those ads for Grammarly? No. Oh, it's like some program that just like. Oh, I mean, I know what grammar is. And like grammar checks everything. Yeah. Every time I see an ad for it, I'm personally offended. I'm like, <laughs> how dare, how dare you try to put this in my life? Like, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's pretty messed up. Um, my, oh, my answer to my own question is something that's easy for most people, but, uh, not for me. Um, and I feel like I've talked about this before, so I'm sorry, but like, this is real true. I have a condiment problem and <laughs> you just want more internet arguments is what you Oh want. no. I'm not talking <laughs> about the arguments. I'm not talking about that condiment problem. That one is not a problem and it's settled fact that breakfast ketchup is fine. Ah! Everyone should use breakfast hey, ketchup. Speaking of to. ketchup, you know what's not fine? My roommate puts ketchup on his microwave a uh, uh, chimichanga burrito. That's, oh, nope. That's no I mean, like, okay, look, you're eating a microwave chimichanga burrito. I mean, it's there's no like, much further down than that. Yeah, it's not really authentico. <laughs> yeah, there's not much further down than that. But like, the one thing that's further down than that, it's putting ketchup on it. Yeah. Uh, okay. True. I have a problem with condiments because I have absolutely like what Adam has. No, no ability for the protocol. I have no ability to accurately gauge how much condiments I will need for <laughs> any given food item. And I will try so hard, so hard. I will like sit there and just think, okay, just like, and I, I can like think in 3D, you know, I can, I can <laughs> visualize how much, I, and then, then, and then like I pour it out and I look down at what I've poured and it's like for like one corn dog, I've put like two cups of ketchup, you know, and I'm like, I, why did I do that? Why did, and it's because there's like an innate thing deep inside of me that's like, are you worried that you're going to have enough? Yeah. I'm worried I'm going to run out of condiments and then what? And then what? You get more? I don't know. Oh, that's do, do you worst. ever do you ever like not get enough? Like you've got two corn dogs and you're like, oh, this thimble full will do. Yeah, yeah. I've because I try to compensate, right? <laughs> and I'm like, just don't put just really and I really try and I put too little. I don't want to get up halfway through my corn dog. I don't want to do yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. What am I everybody knows the corn dog is the least mobile of the foods. What what do I what do I live in? Some some socialist backwater like England. <laughs> they didn't put corn dogs on sticks so you could go walking around all the condiment stations with. Yeah, it. it's so I can just lounge. 
Uh, oh gosh. Now I'm picturing, I want you to picture this in your mind, this image that came into my head, just like you, like in a Royal purple toga with like a laurel crown on and like a servants and attendants standing around you, like feeding you food. But instead of like mm-hmm. grapes, mm-hmm. That they're popping in your mouth is just like corn dogs on sticks. Oh yeah. Are they fanning me with corn dogs too? They're fanning you with like a <laughs> like a like a corn dog frond. Yes. Like. Yes. That's my ultimate life. That's what I want. More than anything else. But I would have too much condiments. Even in my dreams, I would have too much condiments. And like everyone ridicules me. My my it drives my mom up the wall. Like I'm done with something and she looks at my plates and she's like, really? You're not like that. All that goes into the trash. Like <laughs> <laughs> I have, I have a potential solution if you're interested in hearing it. Uh, yeah, sure. Um, a condiment holster. Well, a condiment utility belt. Have Just you seen the, all guy, your the hot sauce? <laughs> what? Oh yeah. It's his old internet picture. The guy that has a has a hot sauce holster. <laughs> That's very good to me. Which is like you you bring your own. You have what your about, own bottle of what condiment. What about because biscuit. when you're sitting, you, you put enough. You can. Do you think you can accurately judge how much you need per bite? Uh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So I can you do that. You, you take your own condiment that you have that you've brought with you from from home. You put a bite's worth on. Yeah. You take the bite and then you put another bite's worth on. Okay. That way you use always the perfect amount of condiment. What about this? Okay. A condiment bandolier. <laughs> it's just bottles in a bandolier and they're all condiments. That's even better. Because <laughs> like even then you could like mix and match. Yeah. <gasps> Ooh. You but no, like- if I tried to mix and match, I would put too much. I would. <laughs> just too many of separate separate sauces on the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the guy with the Tabasco. You you could do like at the Costco. Draw, you you could do quick draw condiment uh, competitions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now I've got to think about what condiments I put on there cuz like you like you couldn't do mayo because, you know, leaving it yeah. out. Uh, I just I just got I mean, an it, idea. It could be a special I, chilled like a chilled bandolier. Like a compartment. I, <laughs> I just I just got the greatest idea for what? an app. Uh-huh. You put in what you're eating and how much you're eating and then it gives you the correct portion of condiment for the, that amount of food. Oh, but it's like a, it's like a picture with like a corn dog for scale. <laughs> no, so you're like I'm having corn dogs, and I'm having two corn dogs, and you're like, okay, well, you need five ounces of mustard. Yeah, but nobody I'm gonna knows what five s- ounces looks. I'm like. not going to carry a scale for my <laughs> mustard. Come on, then, that's then ridiculous. Bandolier, three packets or <laughs> one paper cup full, <laughs> or like or like two and a half standard pumps at those yeah. pumps. You know. There, I, I still if, think the if, picture with the corn dog scale would be good. I wish there were a standard pump, Adam. I wish there I could, were a standard pump. Maybe the invention of this app could drive the standardization of. You know what? Better idea: socialized condiments. <laughs> That's now the answer. Our libertarian listeners. Are- whoever runs, <laughs> whoever runs on that platform, has my full support. Nationalized condiments. Adam, it doesn't work if you're still laughing at your own joke. <laughs> I'm laughing at your timing because I said it. Nobody said anything for a couple <laughs> sec- couple seconds. And then you just played us it's, out. <laughs> it's not good. We got to stop commenting. <laughs> it's destroying the illusion that this is a um, professional outfit here. I will never stop commenting on our bad segues. <laughs> I, this is a hill I will die on. <laughs> Adam. <laughs> nationalize 3G3Q's bad segues. That's my new, <laughs> <laughs> That's my new political stance. Um, That's a hint to move on. <laughs> my my question is what's the hardest thing you've ever done? Um so the hardest thing I've ever done is always things I bring upon myself. Um and the hardest thing I'm I'm terrible 
at putting too much on my plate, not food wise, but not condiment things. wise, <laughs> condiment wise, like some um, people, I get it. I get it. So one of the hardest, they happened. This actually happened twice where I have worked too much at the same time. And then I burn out and I crash and burn. So the first time um, it was when I was still working at five guys and I was a, a manager and I was working full time and I, it was my like my first or second semester of school and I was taking a full semester and then I had like obligations at church and I remember I would just come home from work, do school until like 11 o'clock and then go to sleep and then wake up at like eight and then go back to work. And I did that for like two or three months. And I think my brain just melted out of my ears. Like I was just like, this, this cannot carry on. And that was really hard. And then I did it again earlier this year. Uh, <laughs> You're like, maybe it'll be better the second time. <laughs> yeah, maybe the, maybe I learned my lesson. Well, the problem is, is this time it wasn't so much out of necessity as, as I wanted to do these things. So I already had uh, my campus job. And then I had um, I was asked to be a TA. And so I'm like, yeah, this is you know, looking on a resume. And I wasn't planning to do this at the same time, but I also got my internship at the same time. And I was also a full-time student. And I remember just being tired all the time. I was just mentally exhausted. It's like I just graduated uh, a few weeks ago. And I remember right after graduation, I was like, oh, I should be doing something right now, right? (laughs) Something that I'm forgetting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Is there something I should be doing? Like the latent stress. Yeah. Just it like it's like it it burns still. <laughs> so and I've only started to get over it like this week, where <laughs> I don't have this constant feeling like I need to do something. Like I took a nap today. That hasn't happened in a while. Nice. And that's that was nice. But now I'll probably have a new full time job again soon. But I won't have homework, so that's good. So, uh, uh and <clears throat> go ahead, Adam. Uh, I was just clearing my throat. Oh, <clears throat> so. <clears> throat> my my question andrew is how does it make you feel when you consider that um mike rowe of dirty jobs is going around um saying that basically what you did was a complete waste of your time which college or having three jobs yeah like like college like I, I'm I'm exaggerating, but you know what I mean. Like, there's this yeah. whole like movement of like, oh, you're like a you're so weak. You just go to school and you do dumb stuff, and you're never good. You could you should just go work with your hands. That's what re- that's a real men do. You know, you need to go have a real job, and uh, you know, it's a like you don't school is a waste college. of time. You'll never you're not gonna make any money. Go go uh pour concrete. You know. Oh my gosh. I, I don't every, know. Every time somebody younger than me like starts to maybe suggest that college is a waste of time, I just vehemently agree with them so <laughs> that there will be less competition with me in the future. <laughs> I feel like that's what a lot of people do. <laughs> it's it's funny. I a lot of um if you've ever worked with someone who doesn't have like a degree and they you, you'll know <laughs> You'll know, but then they like, I don't understand. Why do you get to do this? I I think my wife has this problem when she works with people like, oh, she gets to work from home sometimes. And like, yeah, she has her degree. She's an adult. You're still in school. (laughs) Like you work hourly. I don't know. There's the best of both worlds, (laughs) which which is me, where you do have your degree and it's meaningless. (laughs) <laughs> so experience funny. is important too they so, didn't even I think- know i had a degree at my job until like two years after i had my degree they're <laughs> like and, and of course you're working towards a degree aren't you i was like i've had my degree for two years <laughs> oh oh <laughs> um I th- i'm I just glad like that maybe I- you should ask for raises more often <laughs> <laughs> So, Andrew, more about your problems. <laughs> no, I, I'm just glad that as a millennial, I got to live my dream of having three jobs while working at school full time. It's just that's that's the American dream right there. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and uh, do you still have student loans or did you manage to pay it all? Oh, no, I still have students. Yeah, yeah. I so, still, have, still have quite a few. Isn't the 21st century amazing? I what's just what's awesome so is if you, only worked, if you only worked harder, you wouldn't have to have those student loans. If you yes. only had forgone avocado toast. If I just worked harder. You spoiled yeah, maybe millennial. If you, maybe if you got a fourth job, like you weren't some lazy bum. <laughs> I, I will say one thing that I've learned is um, – Three 10-hour jobs do not equal one 30-hour job. <laughs> no, sir. No, sir. For some reason, it equals one 60-hour job. <laughs> um, it's funny because we basically picked the same thing. Your <laughs> froze. Is that is that really all you were gonna say, Aaron? No, my computer froze. What happened? I <laughs> oh no, you just you just said you said that my answer is pretty much the same. And oh, and I said so, and okay. I said and then I said so you missed this part where I said uh, maybe they are listening because I said uh, when we went to the same school maybe that school's evil. <laughs> oh yeah, and then and then my computer I realized my computer had frozen, so. <laughs> They're in the Skype. Uh, my, cause my answer is like, uh, the, I call it the year that killed me. And most people <laughs> like will try to correct me and they'll say, don't you mean the year that nearly killed you? And I'll say, oh, it's, oh, it's great that you think I'm still alive. <laughs> Just a husk of a man. <laughs> um, I, I was, uh, enrolled in, in school with a in and finishing my degree for like two years but this is like the last year was the well probably the second to last year actually was the most difficult so i was like taking i think it was like 16 17 credits at the same time because i just was trying to plow through and i was also working a full-time job where i had to travel like um like i covered like a 300 mile area of southern california so like some days i would literally pull like a an 11 hour day a 12 hour day because of oh i remember that yeah and i was in a very like uh high uh what, what would be the word for this like high need church position yeah, where I was like, I was very, doing the same. I was doing the same thing. Very demand. What? Why does God hate us? <laughs> um, I think it's because he, we're white males. Oh <laughs> uh, well, you know we deserve it then. <laughs> yes, justifies it in my mind. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, it's like all of that stuff happened at the same time, and it just, I mean, I had no, I had to like, I remember making a decision i'm cutting off all social ties i'm i i can't i because i don't have time for it i'm not gonna do anything extra in my life i i'm not like i i was like really getting into gardening before that and i was like i you know it i can't do it like everything died in my life (laughs) (laughs) my plants died i remember i didn't see you for weeks no, I mean nobody I I I was a ghost. And and it was funny because like I left that church congregation um because I like aged out of it because it was like a young singles kind of thing. And like everyone <laughs> nobody saw me for 2 years. And then like yeah. I made like an appearance at a uh a friend's wedding. I I like missed friends wedding. I didn't do anything. And I went yeah. to a friend's wedding and everyone's like he's alive <laughs> and then, and they and then probably they were just like he looks like hell <laughs> dark circles under my eyes so you just fought a dragon i shaved my head i looked like i looked like um 24601 like like i was imprisoned in a french prison <laughs> and Javert was after me. Like I had like this gross beard. <laughs> it was really bad. So that killed me. 
And in many ways, I'm still recovering from that. Um, yeah. If this is recovering, I don't know. I, but. I wish you well. Thank you. <laughs> I don't have any advice for you because uh, every time I've gotten close to burning myself out like that, it turns out it was just depression. So I went on some pills. <laughs> So, I mean, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure it like also broke me psychologically, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so I'm sure like I've, uh, like probably there were things that weren't there before, you know what I mean? But that right. I let it, I let myself get out of control by all that stress. So, yeah, I mean... So I have no excuse because I just didn't take care of myself. <laughs> where where Adam was wiser. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like I felt like I think part of the problem was I felt like the reason I'm so far behind in life is because I didn't keep pushing when everyone else did. That was like literally what I thought of, thought to myself. I was like, oh, well, you know, like the reason all of my friends already have like their doctorates and their fourth kid. <laughs> I'm still finishing my bachelor's is because they, I, I didn't try hard enough. Oh yeah. No. See, you got to stop thinking those things. Yeah, probably <laughs> just like, it, like excise that thought from your brain with a, with a mind scalpel. <laughs> it's a really hard one. Cause like everyone wants to tell you that, right? Like everyone wants to make you feel guilty. So, Oh yeah. I, oh, I, if you just worked harder. Yeah, but and then I'm, there's that one person that you never had a job, one of your roommates that never w- worked and just had like three classes and still just got all C's. And you're like, how? Mommy and daddy's pocketbook. That's how. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Anyhow, this has been a fun therapy session for me. But <laughs> that's the hardest thing I've ever done, I believe. I'm glad I did it. I have literally nothing to show for it. So it was worth it, I guess. But you've grown <laughs> as a person. I will say I have learned a lot. You've learned empathy for the beleaguered? You know what I is assume? funny? In that time period, I did learn a lot of empathy. <laughs> a lot of like, you know what? People are going through some trauma. And <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's the world. And I should not be so judgmental of their trauma. Just because it doesn't look like mine. That's a good lesson, I think. That yeah, more but it, people, but it turns more out people should learn that lesson. Though I'm not out, necessarily saying that more people should go through. What maybe you a want. lot of people's trauma was exactly like mine because it sounds like Andrew's. <laughs> it was very uh, much the same in a lot of ways. Except he didn't have to drive for his job. Job. He just had three of them. Oh yeah, that was yeah. I, had, I mean, when I was working at Five Guys, I had to drive. Oh, that's true. There was that one week. Oh, that was so bad. So there was a week when I was working at Five Guys, and I was doing paraeducating just for that one week because I was like, it was my two weeks' notice, and doing school at the same time. That was rough. Oof. Yeah, yeah. Um, my answer mm-hmm. comes from today. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yours are so timely. So See, timely. You're living life. Look at you. Out in the world, moving and shaking, shaking and moving, doing hard things, Checking learning, and learning the protocols, <laughs> the shaking protocol. and baking. So, um, today was really hard for me for two reasons. Two things happened today that made me just want to walk out and go home. Oh no! Is this where I feel like really bad for like? No, <laughs> you're like um. My five uh, fathers all died today. No. <laughs> I didn't, no. I, didn't um, know I could make it worse than like that. So the first really super hard thing that happened today mm-hmm. was last night I got a book in the mail from Amazon. And instead of going to bed at a normal time, like a normal person does, I stayed up until like midnight, midnight 30 and reading this book. I read like half of it last night. And so then I had to wake up at five in the morning to get to work on time because I'm taking this training class and I've decided to not move to Salt Lake. So I have to catch the 617 train up to Salt Lake <laughs> so I can get to work at eight. So I'm super tired. 
I walk in to work. I go to the training class. I'm in a training class with like emergency dispatchers, but there's only two other people in the class. So it's me and two other people. You can't just like and the blend in. No, I can't just no like sit in the yourself. back and be like, nobody talk to me. <laughs> I get in there and it's it's been the same two people for like four days. And apparently today on day four, they were like, oh, this is the day where we've all decided that we're good enough friends to start talking about politics. Uh, oh, oh, no. oh, oh, no. <laughs> and I just had to sit there and in my tired, already bitter socialist mind with so much less self-control than I already have, just sit there and not say anything. <laughs> That was one of the hardest things I've ever done in my whole life. What do you mean there weren't like any real like progressive types? Uh, no, in Salt Lake City, at your class. Like I, to their credit, they were more progressive than I thought they would be because one of them was from Canada. Okay, and the other one, I don't know, I don't know, but like the other one was like definitely in his sixties. And like from Salt Lake City, so I was like, "Oh, hey, this man's a Republican until proven otherwise." Yeah. <laughs> uh, it, well, you can tell because they have so the hot like, sauce holsters. Yeah, they weren't they weren't as capitalist as I was expecting them to be. Well, there's that. It was That's still lining. So difficult for me not just like to start like stand up and be like a specter of communism is. <laughs> you just like pull out like three copies of dos capital (laughs) just start handing out the little red book like let's talk about politics you want to talk about politics we'll talk about politics let's talk about let's talk about what your employers are doing to you right now Um, you mean the way you're working right now and they're paying you yes that's probably one of the reasons it was a good thing i didn't do that I feel bad for you, but I did all that while working three jobs and going to school every day with a bunch of not progressive people. Yeah. So that was really difficult. And then the other really difficult thing was my job is to write and edit the trainings that I'm going through right now. <laughs> so you're doing it as you're t- doing So you're like a spy for yourself. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> and so I'm going through this class, and today – I notice all these errors, like in the printed materials. Like, um, we have these things that basically are, are like, um, I don't want to give away any proprietary information, but it basically we have these things where it's like, oh, hey, this is the code for like what you dispatch. Right. And in the training materials, there's these practice scenarios, and then it tells you the answer, like, hey, this is the code for what you should dispatch. And I was looking at the scenario, and the code was not only wrong, it was a code that didn't exist. Oh, and this wow. is in like our printed bound book that we give to students. Now you know why they hired you. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, hey, that's not great. So I take this printed bound book that we give to students. I took it up to my office. I take it to my coworkers. I'm like, hey, how can we fix this? And they were just like, it's really hard to change printed materials, so... And then they just shrugged their shoulders and then turned around. And I was like, no, um, gonna fix. I, hate I mean, so not to be much. overly dramatic, but it's literally life and death. <laughs> it is. It, it makes me so mad <clears throat> when I'm like, Hey, this thing is wrong. We should fix it. And somebody's response is just like, yeah, but it's hard. So we won't. It's like, no, that made me also very angry. Today was a hard day at work. Well, the problem is, if they were left to the invisible hand of the free market, that they would be motivated to do it. But instead, wait. No, I, need I don't you, think I need you this. to. I need you to stop <laughs> saying the things that are coming. I'm. I'm. Do, am I your new answer? The hardest thing you've ever done is resist responding to what I'm saying. <laughs> Yes. Just baiting you. I have so little self-control today because I got four and a half hours of sleep. 
with that in mind, we should probably continue. We're already at 44 uh, minutes and we haven't done <laughs> the third question. We have a whole other question. <clears throat> hey. And just take your time um, there, Andrew. <laughs> what? Just take your time. I mean. I mean, it was like a second. <laughs> um, so what is something that you learned from a failure? I'm just going to answer quickly because I feel bad for Adam. And I'm going to do it by reading a prepared statement. <laughs> <laughs> I well, First, I need, a, I need to give you a little bit of explanation. The thing that I learned from was um, engaging for the first time in Walmart's um, uh, pick up, store pickup. So you, you, you go, oh, on, yeah? you go online, you, like you go into the app, <laughs> and then you order for a store pickup, which seems very convenient. They have stuff, and they say, this is, this is available in your store today. You can pick it up same day. It says, on the print, same day. So I was like, well, that's the day I want it. That's the day I want it. So I Same do day that. Is my favorite day. To <clears throat> After this experience of me picking up my stuff, um, uh, they they sent me a survey today, actually, that's that said, "How did we do?" <clears throat> um, so I said they you did. I said you did not do well. And then they they said, "Well, could you explain to us how we could have done better? Could you describe what happened and explain to us how we could have done better?" So this is what I wrote in the comment box. Okay. Okay. This was possibly the worst shopping experience I've ever had in my entire life. The items I ordered were listed as available for pickup that day, but they were delayed by two days, destroying the whole purpose of my pickup order. But since I'd already paid, I waited. Once my order was ready, I went to pick up. I was surprised it was located at the back of the store in an unair conditioned area, which felt hotter than the devil's butthole. Three employees milled Sorry around for laughing at your pain. <laughs> three employees milled around and none would address me or make eye contact. Who can <laughs> oh, blame them? Who can blame them when they have to live in Satan's armpit? <laughs> <laughs> and I wasn't helped by anyone for nearly 15 minutes. Of course, that person was on their break. So they had to call another associate. She took an additional 15 minutes to get to the pickup area. Once she began unloading my items, I realized there were no carts, and I asked if they had any. A fast no. Well, can you get me one? A shrug. It was, or at this point, I said, well, listen, it's not my fault. I don't know your terrible system. Could you please get me one? which convinced her to go grab me a cart, which was nice since I was almost beginning to enjoy swimming around in Lucifer's crack sweat <laughs> and didn't want to leave. Another 15 minutes. She returned with the cart and began scanning my items as if she'd never seen the equipment, labels, or entry system she used. By this point, I was fully saturated with perspiration like a sponge in a pot of soup. And I was ready to just tear out and leave. I took my items and left. It was only when I was already home that I realized she hadn't even given me all of my items. <laughs> Ironically, the gold bond spray powder I used to keep my nethers fresh and dry was omitted, which was honestly the number one reason I made this order in the first place. What you could have done to improve this system was to actually have the items you claimed, have the pickup location in a more convenient spot near the carts, actually train your employees, and air condition your damn store. Send. So was that a, a hundred stars difficulty? <laughs> that was a hundred star difficulty. Did you get a reply? No, not yet. I, I doubt I will because... Walmart is a evil corporation which uses child labor to sell you cheap, crappy products. And it's mostly frequented by old white men with Tabasco holsters. <laughs> have you done the, um, the grocery store pickup? We don't even have our Walmart is like 
uh, like oh. Walmart. It's like beta Walmart. <laughs> it doesn't oh, even yeah. have groceries. If you get stuff. a superstore, that's actually that's the money. All our Walmart has is like some tortillas and uh, soda. <laughs> that's it. No, it's just but, like it's just like a corner you, store. Basically. You can make a Mountain Dew quesadilla. Your your Walmart is just a bodega. <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. But no, like, if, I I think even bodegas have more things than them. If you get the chance, you got to try the grocery store pickup because it's so nice. Because they have a designated area on the side. You just pull into a parking spot. You on your app, you say we're here. And then they just come in with your carts, and then they will actually – you don't even have to get out of your car. They just put your groceries in their trunk. That's what I thought this was going to be like. But I Uh, went around the store because on the directions it says, pull into the designated parking spot for pickup. I went around the store, and I went like around the back where there's like – you know, uh, compressed giant cubes of cardboard tied with twine and like homeless people. No, homeless yeah. people all looked at me like, oh, this guy is coming for pickup. He doesn't know. Compressed homeless people. I went that. around the store like twice before I realized I have to go inside. And that day I had a huge, terrible cramp in my leg. Oh. And so like I had to walk all the way to the back of the store with this terrible, it hurt so bad. And then like the unair conditioned swamp I was swimming in, like, why would they even have an unair conditioned part of the store? Because you live in a desert. Because it's directly next to their uh, workroom, and Walmart hates desert. its employees. Yeah, I was gonna say how their employees live. Like that should be illegal. You I, live in a desert. There should be no structure. Seriously, with four walls and a roof. It that seriously felt have air like like Mad Max back there. <laughs> it was really bad. And I was there for like almost an hour and halfway through, I really had to pee, but I didn't want to leave and start from zero again. Cause I knew the moment I left the bathroom, that worker was like, whoop, gone. You so could have just walked in and gotten your stuff faster. Than yeah. That. Yeah. Uh, when I walk in and get this stuff, I like, I know where to go. I park near the, near the, uh, greenhouse, like the, mm-hmm. the garden section. Cause right, I know right, right. all the stuff I need is right over there. You know, I, I go get my gold bond powder, my laundry detergent, my bird seed. <laughs> Don't be weird. It's not for birds. I eat it. And then, <laughs> and then I put it in my car and I go, uh, like, it's like maybe like 15 minutes. <laughs> uh, Wait, so is what you learned from this failure to stop going to Walmart? Yeah. I'm just not going to do it anymore. It's not worth it. I support this boycott. Have I ever told you about this? My science teacher who he would have to go to Walmart because the only place around, but he would then just drive the cart into a ditch on the side of, <laughs> <laughs> side of the parking lot. Like punish just as his rebellion. Yeah. Adam, what's your, uh, something you learned from failure? Uh, so I failed recently on a thing that I was trying All to do. All of yours are so fresh. I know. Yeah, you're, you're just, a, um, you're fresh boy today. I'm a fresh, fresh boy. Uh, I, I recently started painting miniatures for Dungeons and Dragons because it's it's kind of fun and it's relaxing. Do you, say, do you say, how do you pronounce it? Miniatures? Miniatures. Do you miniatures. say the A? No, I say miniatures like a normal person. <laughs> what? Not miniatures. I, I always said miniatures. And then like one day I was like, hey, wait a minute. I'm too fancy <laughs> for that. They're miniatures. <laughs> miniatures. Um, <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> anyway, and like the first few turned out all right. Like I painted this little Medusa man, which is, I don't really know why there's male Medusas, but there are. And I painted him and he's got like a black coat and a red cape and he turned out pretty well. And then I painted a Medusa lady and she's got like a red toga on and that turned out pretty well. And then I painted like some gargoyles and those turned out pretty well too. And I was like, Hey, I'm getting pretty good at this. And then I try to paint a, a, a monk lady and it's the worst thing I've ever seen in my entire life. It's um, the, pictures. So ugly. Yeah. Please send me a picture. I want to see. It's so obnoxiously bad. Maybe like it's her not face. That bad. Do you have a picture? It's, I do have a picture. 
Send or, us well, a picture. I one. And I hate it so much. And what I've learned from this experience is that I should try harder and not stop just because I failed one time. That's pretty good. Pretty good lesson to learn. And, and I should keep going because the only way to get better is to fail sometimes and realize what I did wrong. And the only way to truly fail is to stop trying. I don't Thanks, know. Facebook. It sounds like maybe you just suck at this and you should quit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't, uh, I can't I mean, know what that's the other <laughs> option is that I'm bad at something <laughs> the first time I try and then I never try again. That's the other option. See, when we were like trying to, when I was trying to come up with an answer to this question, when I was talking to you guys, I was like, see, the problem is I, there's like, I learned that lesson that you learned right now that you're talking about. Like I, I, I keep learning. Like life keeps trying to teach me that lesson. <laughs> Don't fear failure. And I'm like, oh, oh, uh, so good. I got it. I'm not. I'm not gonna fear failure. No, I'm just gonna run, run right at it. I'm gonna tilt at everyone. I, who cares? And then like, um, I just can't. I can't <laughs> not care about failing. It's not in me. <laughs> I'm like. I don't know. And nobody loves failure, but there's, I don't know, there's a certain amount of embracing failure that I think is healthy. It's and so good. good for you. And I know that. And but it's hard. Yeah, it's hard to do. It's taken me 27 years to start. So. <sighs> good work. I still want to see that minifig. Yeah, I'll take a picture of it. It's like her, she's got a cloak on and like that turned out kind of okay because it's just blue. But then, like, I didn't paint her pants a different color, so she's wearing blue on blue. And then, yeah, it's just... That's it, not a good look. It's not great. <laughs> not a great look. It isn't. It is a bad look, actually. But, like, I learned those things, and I wouldn't have learned those things unless I made that mistake. And I failed. Yeah. It's not like you can't paint over it. Wait, can you not paint over it? Uh, you can strip the paint off of it, but you need, like, mineral spirits or something. I don't feel like buying any mineral spirits, but like... <laughs> that sounds made up. But like, um, <laughs> it sounds like something that uh, like, a, like an old 49er would have. <laughs> like something a D&D person would have. Yeah. <laughs> but like, the paint's inexpensive, and the, and the minifigs I'm using are like $5 for two of them. So they're not like cheap, but they're, you know... It's not Pretty like expensive. It's not like I made a hundred dollar mistake or something, and I yeah, have to I listen, I've it. made a lot more expensive <laughs> mistakes, a lot more. But like, um, even then, like even if I did make an expensive mistake, like it's just a mistake. Like I can do it again, or I can move on. Yeah, that's a good lesson. Um, so my mistake um is a little I'm bit more coming expensive on this podcast. Than- than a minifig. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, my answer wasn't funny. It's just what <laughs> it's I've been funny thinking in about. Its own way. Uh, no, the thing that I failed at was community college. Um, but I don't know if that was my fault or my community college's fault. Uh, and, well, I mean, I know your community college, so. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, the way I failed it is because, like, I I applied for the college, and they let anyone in because they need money. Um. But I didn't really know what classes I was supposed to take. So I just signed, started signing up for classes that I wanted to take. Um, and it was fun, and I learned a lot. But then I realized, like, oh, shoot, I'm not really knowing what I need to do. But I was at the point where I was like had been there for a while that I was afraid to ask <laughs> what, what I was supposed to do. They're going to be like, so wait, I, wait, you didn't run any of this by anybody? So I just stopped going. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was just like, this is terrible. This is a system. How did I get in without someone like waving me in or like looking through my papers? Yeah. I just started going and they were taking my money and I was getting grades for things. And I was like, cool. But um, I, the lesson I learned is that you should never be afraid to ask for help because most of the time no one knows what they're doing. Or I don't know. It's like, or they specifically, for help, they specifically have someone they pay whose job is to help you call the counselor, <laughs> yes, <laughs> which exactly. I did not learn until I'd been in a community college for two years. Thank you. Hey, the same community college I went to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it sounds like maybe some things 
that went so tough for us began in the same way with the same yeah. choice. <laughs> Um, I I still believe to this day that um, the college from community is based off this community uh, college. Uh, 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 huh? Yeah, <laughs> I think I think somebody who was a writer on that show went there because there's like references to things that are like specifically from this area. I don't know. It's a conspiracy yeah, it's, theory I have. A little bit too on the nose. Um. Oh, I should look it up. My thing, my thing is that like that community college experience was like, um, the way, (laughs) like I learned like a, like a machine where like you fail every way possible until you find the way that works. Just brute forcing it. (laughs) (laughs) That's the way, that's how you pass those classes at a community college. I remember I I took a math class. I don't know why I felt like I need math. Um, but I took a math class and I was like the one of 60 people in the class. And the room was like the size of like a small rec room. (laughs) We're just like knees and elbows in there. We're all trying to learn. And I remember just like, I don't think I studied once and I got to be in the class, but it was brute force. It just be in there. Every I spent so many hours in those stupid rooms and I know exactly which ones you're talking about. They're the ones like right across from the lake. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And I spent so many hours in those rooms. And then like several years later, while I was still at this community college, because I was there for like eight years off and on, uh, the, they were, uh, completely dismantling it because it was full of asbestos. So like we, we probably got mesothelioma. (laughs) Anybody wonder why I've been coughing during this episode. (laughs) I just, what is what is late night twenty four hour news going to advertise if they don't have mesothelioma ads? Oh, asbestos. Okay, that place, <laughs> that place, man. I took there was like I took so many math class. They like they tested me into like uh, whatever the lowest possible math class they could offer at that school was. They're like ah, we only have one course a semester. There's eight hundred students. Good luck getting in. It's taught by a kindergartner. i feel bad and my my math teacher he was from china Uh uh-huh and he had a thick accent but he was like a super cool guy but i i swear half of it was like i kind of understand what he's trying to teach right now but maybe it was also the other 50 people talking oh anyway so i learned that first of all that that was not a good school (laughs) I had a lot of cool experiences, but for the most part, I realized like, oh, I need to be okay with myself to start over. And now, you know, I I graduated school, so that's fun. Yeah, congratulations. You're a graduate. I did it. You have a degree. Yay. We did it. We did it. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Remember, your ratings fuel us, so please rate and share the show wherever you listen to it. You can subscribe to receive new episodes of the moment they're released by going to 3G3Q.co slash subscribe. A big thank you to our supporters on Patreon.com. Sign up to get access to exclusive stuff like unreleased episodes, deleted scenes, haikus, and much more. We'd love if you would check out the other shows on goodstuff.fm, our podcast home. We'd also love to hear from you. Where can people get a hold of you guys? I'm on Twitter at A underscore Sav. Check it out. I'm well, when I say on there, I'm just sometimes on there. Are you on I'm or on in? Twitter. I'm not in it, just on it. I'm in Twitter. I'm deep inside the code. Ooh. At that Adam kid. He's hacked the mainframe. <laughs> you know, for in. someone with so many followers, we don't have as many listeners as we have. You have followers. What's that about? Are you like Are you telling ashamed? them? You're telling them like, hey, don't listen to my podcast. It's really bad. I only do it because I'm humoring my friends. <laughs> hey, I never said that out loud. <clears throat> um, I'm on uh, Mastodon. Dot social. <laughs> So I guess I'm also on Mastodon now. Join me on Mastodon. It's actually, um, it's very fun and it's a slow pace. So that's nice. And if you go to the Federated stream, 
uh, you can get in contact with a lots and lots of sex workers. So that's fun. Uh, <laughs> oh no, are we gonna have to mark this as explicit? People know that you that's just, a thing that happens, right? It's not like a. It's the internet. They know. <coughs> well, goodbye. <laughs> uh, other than that, I would just uh, want you to remember that I will never, ever, ever, ever get the right amount of condiments. Ever. Just give up. Okay, mom. I know you're listening to this, mom. Stop. Stop it. Just. I'll always get it wrong. I also want you, I also want you to remember um, that Adam, he's he's doing good. He's doing real good. He's making a lot of progress lately. <laughs> I'm happy for him. He's Thank you. he's saving people's lives by editing. That's really good. With words, it's, it's true. It's true. It's true. I also want you to remember: uh, don't use the Walmart pickup. In, <laughs> especially in Apple Valley, California. Don't do it. You will <laughs> regret it and you'll be real sweaty. Other than that, I also want you to remember to question everything.